Welcome to the Working Spouse Club, the podcast for today's professional military spouse. Join your host, Joanna DeMott, CEO of Green Zone Corporate Training, and Catherine Prince, founder and principal recruiter at The Spouse Solution, as we embark on a mission to challenge stereotypes, celebrate accomplishments, and provide a roadmap to professional success for military spouses. Each episode features inspiring guests who have successfully balanced their careers with the demands of military life. Expect candid conversations, humorous anecdotes, and valuable insights that will leave you feeling motivated and validated. Welcome to the Working Spouse Club with Catherine Prince and Joanna DeMott. Unfortunately, Catherine can't be with us today, so you're stuck with me. But don't fret, I am joined by Lizanne Lightfoot, published author, speaker, and director of marketing and content for GoVA, an online resource focused on helping military families achieve financial readiness. Lizanne is also a military spouse and mom of five. How are you today, Lizanne? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me on. Really excited to dig into all the stuff that you do and have done for this community. Super grateful to have you as part of this military spouse community. You've offered so much. We always ask our guests, what did you want to be when you grew up? That is a loaded question. It depends on the age. But um, I think through most of high school and college, I did want to do something with the writing and publishing industry. And then after marrying my Marine, that dream sort of faded for a few years because I initially thought I wanted to live in New York City, work for a big publishing house. And that is something that never happened. But through a very long and winding journey, I did end up becoming a published author, writing my own books, and now working to support the military community through writing. So I ended up sort of where I wanted, just not along the journey that I thought I'd have. So you're not in New York City? No. No. What I would like to know, though, is that you've had an interesting career and you were able to do that publishing. Can you tell me a little bit about your career path? Yeah. um, When I first got out of college, I initially worked for the church, actually, as a nonprofit youth minister. I had been very involved in religion and wanting to give back to that community. So that was my first real job full time after college. I did that for several years until I married my husband and thought it would be easier to find work as someone that had a degree and had a resume and had some experience under my belt. And it was incredibly challenging. So I ended up working for a while with a temp agency that placed me with Northrop Grumman as an administrative assistant, which was a very cool job living in the DC area. But unfortunately, he got PCS orders after I'd been there for one year. And Then we ended up in a remote duty station, uh, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Not a lot going on there, not very many job opportunities in the local community. And at that point, we made the decision for me to stay home, um, raise our kids. He was deploying several times while stationed there, and um, I worked on my master's online. And we thought, all right, this is it. I'm going to get my master's in business administration the next duty station, I can dive into a real job and you know start climbing that corporate ladder. And the next duty station was overseas in Rota, Spain, where there are very strict rules about where military spouses are even allowed to work and the on-base jobs are extremely limited. So it was there where I did have a, a temporary contractor job for maybe 10 months out of the three years that we lived there. But that's where I focused on first writing a blog that was not my seasoned spouse blog. It was actually a travel blog for the Rota, Spain area. And that grew into a resource for the community that I eventually self-published as my first book, Welcome to Rota. And so after kind of 
getting a taste of what it meant to write for the community, to become a self-published author. When we were sent to our next duty station in California as a family of six with a very high cost of living, I needed a job that could supplement his income, but it had to be something I could do from home on my own terms because we now had four young children. And blogging and writing was a great way to kind of squeeze into those nap time and preschool and late evening hours. And that's when I started working on my next books, which one is a deployment guide and one is called Open When Letters of Encouragement for Military Spouses. So it was really after founding my seasoned spouse blog and immersing myself in the military community that I started to see myself as a professional writer. I did freelance writing for about seven years. And then I realized that writers are content creators and content marketers. And I started revitalizing myself as we reached the end of my husband's military career to be a marketer. I recently completed a Google certification through Hiring Our Heroes, which enabled me to brush up on e-commerce and marketing skills. And because of that resume boost and all of the experience that I'd had networking in our community for the past few years as a writer, I was able to land my current position as a director of marketing and content. Well, that's fantastic. So I'm hearing a lot of things is that you didn't stop just because you were in Camp Lejeune, which is the area where I live, go uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, uh, and moving to an overseas location, which you know I, we've done as well. So all these spouse things, like we have these things in common and you were able to go to grad school to start a blog, which you turned into a book. You know, all these things where I think a lot of us are thinking maybe I want to do that, but I'm too afraid. You just did it. And that's what I like about your story is that you are very motivating. The Google cert through hiring our heroes, being able to continue your graduate school, publishing two books, not one. She's like, no, one's, one's not good enough. I'm going to go ahead and do a second. Oh, I have open win and it is so encouraging. Okay. I have it on my, on my desk to give to any new spouses that I meet because it is exactly what you need, that level of validation but then also encouragement to, to continue to move forward. And as the deployment cycles get a little weirder, that content still maintains its validity for sure. So uh, I really do love your story. Yeah. I'm glad you appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's really, my story is unique. It's fun, but it's really such a common theme, I think, in our military spouse community, right? That we start out and maybe we have a professional career. I know a lot of people who initially meeting their service member or marrying their service member are better positioned professionally than the service member might be. There's many spouses that have a higher income or a higher education than their service member. So there's always that combating that stereotype of, you know, the, the stay at home, uneducated, non-professional military spouse, because I really don't find that to be true. And I think that so many spouses are placed in these situations where you're either at a remote location or don't have childcare or you're placed overseas or you're only living somewhere for a year. So it's very difficult to establish yourself. And thankfully, remote work has become more common. And I think that's opened a lot of doors in our community. But starting 20 years ago, yeah, there, there weren't that many choices. And I felt like I had to keep recreating myself and recreating what my professional goals were every time we moved, which a lot of people can relate to. Absolutely. And I, I think what you've done really well is found a passion and then turned it into that purpose. 
you knew that you wanted to write and that was something that you were very interested in, but you were able to take what you were given and not only just deal with it, but maximize it and capitalize on it. And what I would like to ask you about, and you alluded to this a little bit, what unique skills do you bring to the table as a result of navigating this lifestyle? Yeah, and I think that is such a great question because it's something that military spouses often forget to look back on and reevaluate. I think so many of us just kind of put our heads down and we're like, all right, this is what I'm doing. This is the direction I'm going. I'm just kind of surviving this duty station or surviving this deployment or surviving until the next PCS. And we forget to kind of look back and evaluate our own skills and update our resumes and think about what have I gained from this duty station, from this temporary career, from whatever I've done. Um, so it wasn't until I had written for five or six years, I'd kind of locked myself into this de defined role as a freelance writer, a published author, you know, very much engaged in the niche of military spouse life. And I'm proud of what I've done. And, you know, I was a great writer, but I started realizing as we approached the end of my husband's military career that I didn't want to be a freelance writer forever and that I was capable of a lot more than that. And I started realizing that there was this gap in that what how I saw myself and the skills that I knew I was bringing to the table did not necessarily translate well onto a resume. And I had to translate that for potential employers. So I was very intentional on updating my LinkedIn profile and getting endorsements from people that would actually say, hey, these are the skills that I've seen Lizanne use you know, in these jobs when I've worked with her and convincing people that knowing this community, networking and being familiar with the military spouse community makes you a marketer. It gives you an experience that there are so many companies that want to work with the military community but they don't know the right language. They don't know what stock images they should use and which ones are absolutely terrible. They don't know how to speak to our community in the ways that we find to be valuable and to evaluate the unique challenges that we have in this lifestyle. So being someone who has really immersed myself into the struggles of military spouses across age groups, across branches, has really listened to the feedback from our community for years. No one calls that a marketable skill, but when I started explaining it and putting it onto a resume, I realized that is a value that I have and that I bring, and uh, it enabled me to become a director of marketing and content. So I would encourage any military spouses who kind of feel like they are just getting a foot in the door and just starting out on their career journey, just don't undervalue your own experiences I think we have a tendency in our community to say, oh, well, we all go through deployments. We all go through PCS moves. We've all faced these really challenging, life-defining moments. And therefore, they're so common that we don't think about them as being valuable. But really step back and look at the soft skills, the leadership skills, the decision-making, time-organizing type of skills that you've gained as a military spouse. And they are absolutely things that are valuable on a resume that have meaning and value to employers and that really help you stand out, I think, from other applicants. Absolutely. I, I'm, of course, we're preaching to choirs here, but for any employers listening, those decision-making skills, that time management, project management, I, I did a PMP certification and I used an overseas move as a project to, to apply for taking that exam. And it was absolutely approved. That's All the brilliant. things that we do. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's a huge project. And 
and you know you've moved overseas I, I have three children myself that was a project that was a huge project For sure <laughs> and I think that cultural competency is something that is extremely valuable to employers uh, the company that uh, I own Greenzone Corporate Training that's me sharing that cultural competency with employers, which just makes you better able to employ this extremely valuable workforce that brings all the skills that you've mentioned and and so many more. I mean, you've lived on you've bi-coastal living, right? Yeah, I mean, all these things that people don't do. You know, you go on vacation and visit maybe California, but you don't live there for four years, three years, whatever, 12 years, some people live there forever, and then come back and do all kinds of different things. But yeah, I love that. I do feel like talking to military spouses, we preach to choirs, but any employers listening, please do not disregard the value of this extremely just flexible workforce. There's so many different ideas, diversity of thought that, that comes in when you bring in a military spouse. Love it. So you talked about a number of things. We talked about resume translation. What are some of your favorite resources? For job hunting specifically or just in general, maybe some that you've used that you found maybe pushed you to that next level. You are one to take action. Not everybody can do that uh, as quickly. You talked about a Google certification, maybe anything that's helped you along your career path, maybe to, to push you to the next level. Yeah, for sure. There are, first of all, many, many resources out there for veterans, for military spouses, some are more useful than others, but it's the first step, I think, is always to do your research and find out what some of those resources are, because there's many people that want to recreate the wheel and, you know, do things the hard way when some of those resources already exist. They're just not well advertised and promoted. So definitely start by asking around. I just started discussing my situation with other military spouses as I was in the final year of my husband's active duty service and talking about how did the transition work for some people? What were resources that worked for them? That was one of the ways I learned about the Hiring Our Heroes program. But Hiring Our Heroes has like five or six different programs. So I had to find out which one applied to my particular situation. Some of them I was not a good candidate for. Some of them just didn't fit my schedule. But the one that I chose was an online Google certification that is fully paid for and covered. And it can lead to an internship, which I ended up not needing the internship opportunity because I was fortunate enough to find a full-time job. But it was an amazing opportunity to kind of update and modernize my resume. And I think definitely gave me a leg up in some of my job interviews. Um, I've also used the free mentor advice through Veterati. They have an amazing collection of professionals, some military, some non-military, and they basically donate their time to work with people who are exploring different fields. And that was a great way for me to bounce off some of my ideas. Um, I found one mentor who immediately offered me a freelance writing job opportunity to kind of tide me over in between um, some positions. And that was unexpected. It's not typically a, uh, you know, a paying job search opportunity. But the fact that we connected so well and had so much in common really spoke to me that she believed in me and validated what I was trying to do and immediately saw the value that I was offering. So that was exciting. But I also connected with many other mentors. You can do more than one. You can have as many mentors through Veterati as you would like. And I could chat with people in different career fields and say, here's some of the skills that I have. So here's my experience. 
what type of job title would that look like in your field? Or what would I be doing in your field? And some of them would say, well, I feel like you would need to do X, Y, and Z before you would get into this field. Or others would say, hey, because you already have this degree or this experience, you could probably start out doing this type of work. So it was really great to have a um, you know, non-confrontational, non-job interview conversation about careers and goals and priorities and things like that. It really helped me focus my job search for um, for my first full-time job in many, many years. And of course, you hopped right over to my next question, which was about mentorship and how valuable that was to you. I did not realize that Federati, you could do use multiple resources. And I think when you're navigating this sea of goodwill, because it, it is, it's a giant sea of all these organizations who really want to help you, there's mm -hmm. only so much time that you have. So having our guests come on and talk about resources that are valuable to them and how they use them is extremely valuable, I think, to our audience. And also, I mean, I learned something and I do this, like I vet resources all the time. I'm constantly in there. So that's, that's really awesome. And I do think that, you know, you start a Google search or something like that. You're not sure, you know, you maybe have a limited resource, you know, and I, I used Onward to Opportunity. I only had that one shot mm -hmm. to do a certification so finding somebody that works in the field that I wanted to work in and asking them, should I do the PMP? Should I do Lean Six Sigma? Should I do the Google search or should I try something else? Being able to have somebody in that field is so important. And it, it always surprises me and it shouldn't, right? The society really wants to give back to our community, but the level of professionals that these organizations bring to the table to help you navigate is always surprising to me. Always good things. Yeah. Another good one is American Corporate Partners, ACP. If you are looking for a more long-term, deeper mentor relationship, they pair you one-on-one -on -one with a specific mentor who is a very experienced professional. Um, I was looking in the field of marketing, and so I was able to be paired with a marketing director who had 20 years of experience working with the Unilever um pharmaceutical product-based company. And it's been a fascinating mentorship because she has such great perspective. Uh, I'll ask her questions. And a lot of, a lot of times she answers back with deeper questions that really make me do a lot of self-reflection. So she, I had her before I found my current position. And then I've maintained that mentorship on a monthly basis. You get a one-year connection. So I've been able to maintain that after having my position. And she's really kind of coached me through some of the challenges of being in a new position, working with a startup, defining your role when you're in a small department and things like that. So it's been really useful. I highly recommend American Corporate Partners. Leslie Coffey, our previous guest, would be very happy to hear you give a shout out to American Corporate Partners. I do. What you're showing, though, is that value of that mentorship is not only are you able to establish a relationship with somebody who's you know, farther along in their career, but you're also able to maybe do some interview prep or talk about salary negotiation mm -hmm. and different pros and cons of working in a startup versus working for a large, you know, multinational corporation. Those are um, so valuable. And it's not something you can get, you know, meeting somebody at a coffee shop. Maybe you can, I don't know. Maybe if you live somewhere, you have these amazing professionals who just want to chat with you up in the coffee shop. But I love that you are um, giving that real life advice. Are, are you a mentor? Do you have protégés? I mean, you talk to people all the time and your books are kind of like a mentorship for this lifestyle. But do you have any formal uh, protégés or mentees or anything like that? 
Yeah, I appreciate you asking. I don't have formal relationships set up, but I do find that I constantly get questions from either my deployment support group or through my seasoned spouse blog. Uh, a lot of people asking about how do I get started with writing? I have a book idea. What should I do with this? Or, you know, I'm a new blogger. How do I grow myself in this space? And I've always made an effort to take the time to follow up with either lengthy emails or long conversations. At the last conference I went to, I think I worked with one woman for an hour in between sessions. We were like, no, this is really valuable. Let's just sit here and knock this out right now. So I'm I'm always happy to help other people in our community. I feel like, you know, it's always important to be the hand that you wish you had as you were kind of working your way up and um, to definitely take the time to help others who are in that same journey. I love the expression that a rising tide raises all ships. And I think in many ways, our, our community shows that all the time, that my success is not dependent on someone else's lack of success. But really, when one military spouse succeeds, they have the ability to help the entire community to succeed, take another little step farther and just bring overall improvement. I love that. Do you want to shout out the conference? Uh, yeah, actually, that was the Airlift Tankers Association annual symposium. Uh, I was invited to be a speaker for their military spouse tract. That was back in November in Dallas, Texas. Very nice. I always like shouting out different conferences. And conferences, I mean, it's wonderful that they asked you to come speak. Uh, that was a good choice for them. But what else? When you talk about conferences and networking, how did you grow your network? I mean, you've got the blog, right? Those people are going to read that. Are there any maybe tidbits or different things. We met at a conference. I don't yep. know if you remember at the military influencer conference, yep. uh, really fun way to network and to see what's innovative in the space. How did you grow your professional network? Yeah, I think starting with season spouse blog, it was, it's very tiny steps at first. And I was very much intimidated when I started my blog, I looked up some of the bigger existing blogs in our space, like soldier wife, crazy life and Joe, my gosh. And, you know, these companies and these magazines, Military Spouse Magazine that had been around for years. And initially I thought, you know, someday it would be amazing to be published on those websites or in that magazine. And I can proudly say now that that has happened. It did not happen the first year that I was writing my blog, but it did happen much sooner than I anticipated because I was very active in just talking to other members of the community. I did a lot of guest blog posting initially, a lot of networking on social media sites, groups for writers, groups for military spouses, groups for military spouse entrepreneurs. And being part of the dialogue and part of that conversation meant that by the time I went to my first conference, which was the Military Influencer Conference back in, I want to say 2017 was my first. At that point, my blog had only been around for less than a year. I felt like a very tiny you know, voice in the corner of this military community. And I was shocked that so many other spouses at the conference were saying, oh yeah, I know your blog. Oh, I've read your posts or, oh yeah, we've, we've chatted online. And to actually be validated and affirmed and recognized at a national event where I found, you know, the, the 20 people in the country that read my blog and knew who I was, um, gave me an incredible amount of confidence to continue moving forward, that I was doing something worthwhile. Um, I did have marketable skills and that I was doing something meaningful for our community. So continually growing along that path and finding that 
continual affirmation has really helped me along the way. I love that. Those conferences and responding to questions, even if I've been the person asking those questions before. And it's, it takes a level of bravery to, to do that, to ask a question from somebody that you respect or from somebody that you'd like to emulate. So I appreciate you going out there and giving back to the community that's given to you. Really awesome. I think we all have these impressions in our mind that some of these, you know, big bloggers or websites or or magazines that, you know, they're, they're this monolith that we can't possibly touch or break into, but it helps to remember that it's all just people at the end of the day. It's just regular people. Maybe they're an editor in chief. Maybe they're the managing editor. Maybe they're a blogger who's been around for 15 years, but it's just people answering your emails and you know, if you approach them in the right way and begin that conversation in the right manner, then you're probably going to get a response. So true. And every person has a unique experience. And just because I've been a military spouse for a long time, doesn't mean that I know any more or less than, than somebody who's been doing this for just a few years. So it's always wonderful to be able to reflect and to take in that diversity of thought that comes. Mm -hmm. Appreciate that. That's awesome. Now we're going to talk about what are you doing now? Tell me, tell me what's going on with GoVA. Why should I use this product, what, uh, this service? What should I, what should I do? Yeah, I am so proud to work at a company called GoVA. They initially were founded to help the military community uh, use the VA loan, hence the name. And they've really expanded now into providing a variety of financial resources and services to veterans, military spouses, active duty, the whole community. I'm very proud because this product that we offer is free, first of all. So our membership is free to veterans, to active duty, and to their spouses. And it provides a high quality of financial services and courses and interactive calculators and tools that you can use. It's not just a collection of blog posts that I am writing. It's not just something thrown together in an app that I think so often we get these non-functioning websites in our community. We get these apps that are kind of an afterthought. But this is actually a, a professional, high-quality site that we are working with a third party that works with all kinds of corporations and financial institutions. So everything that's on the edge, which is our membership platform, is vetted. It is all um, verified and meets the standards of regulatory agencies like the FDIC, like the Department of the Treasury and things like that. So it's really high quality and it provides the tools that military families need so desperately to help with everything from financial basics, like how do I put together a budget? How do I save for important goals? How do I decide whether I should rent a car, lease a car, buy a car? Um, how can I compare mortgage rates from different lenders? We have hundreds of different topics and tools and articles that are all available to the community. And my job really is because we already have scholarships that are provided through our sponsors, I'm able to give away free memberships to the community, to anyone who needs them. So I definitely would encourage anyone to go to mygova.com. And everything on the site will direct you to become a member or to sign up for The Edge. And I'm sure I can provide all those links in your show notes, but I would love to invite you to check it out. It is a free membership and it's just this great collection of financial tools that military families need to help you meet your goals, help you kind of 
get yourself on track and to sometimes refocus after a major decision like a PCS move or a deployment when the finances are just really out of whack and there aren't a lot of great civilian resources to help you do that. That's excellent. And so that is that active duty military or does that include veteran families as well? All of them. So it's free for active duty veterans and military spouses or veteran spouses. That's what I like to hear. And so both of us have navigated or are navigating retirement right now. My husband retired in 2019 and you've been doing this for a first 12 months. Is that correct? Yeah, my husband just re retired a few months ago. So it's still a fresh and new transition. I love when a resource includes us. I always feel special as I feel like, you know, you leave this community and you kind of feel like an outsider, but it's so it's nice to have a, an organization like OVA that includes the veteran families as well as the veteran spouses. So Absolutely. if you're listening out there and you don't include us, please do. Yeah. And that's what's wonderful about the financial tools at GoVA. We really wanted to reach people no matter where they are in their financial journey. So if you are a very brand new, young, active duty family and you're just getting your household budget in order or trying to figure out what that budget should even look like, we have tools that will meet you where you are and will speak to you. And there's there's articles and there's courses and some kind of fun, interactive things that you can do to become more educated about it. But if you're you know, a veteran family that has been doing this for 20 years and you're thinking, okay, I know a little bit about budgeting 101. I've bought and sold a house before. I've done some of these things. There are tons of opportunities for you to learn about saving for retirement and planning for major goals and investing and, you know, just building up your wealth and helping you to make strong financial choices. So GoVA is all about empowering military families to make those financial choices, no matter where you are in the journey. I love that you talked about saving for retirement as I feel like in our, this lifestyle, you know, you talked about working for government contractor for a short bit. I, I did that as well. So I think I have like five or six different retirement funds and I'm lucky to even have that. Most people, you know, we give up that working time where we would normally be saving in one spot for a retirement. So it's nice to have a tool where I can go and look and see hey, you know, I have six retirement funds, maybe I should put them into one or what would that look like? Or what do I need to be saving right now in order to get to catch up maybe yeah. those types of things. That's really, that's really awesome. You do some live event things too. You, you wanted to mention something, is that correct? Yeah. Coming up very soon. And at the end of January, we're doing a budget boot camp, which I'm very excited to be hosting for the first time. And this will be a week of live interaction with me and other members of the GoVA team to, first of all, just give you a taste of what are some of the tools and options that are available to EDGE members. So the entire Budget Bootcamp event is free. It's going to be on Facebook. And I'll, I'll send you a link for the registration form for that. But it's all about kind of meeting you where you are. Again, I know a lot of us just went through the holidays you open that first credit card bill after the holidays and it can be a little bit of a sinking feeling and frustrating thinking, how am I going to get the year started on the right foot when I feel like I'm already in the hole? So just getting the right motivation to kind of get reorganized, put your mindset right for the year ahead, help you make some of those initial small financial choices that'll help you build you along in the journey. We're here for you with a whole week of live interactive tools through the budget boot camp. So, and using a resource that understands where you are and how to meet you where you are and the opportunities and the challenges that are 
that are awarded are military families. So really appreciate that. And they are so lucky to have somebody with such a, a great knowledge of this community. Thank you. That's one of the things I love about the edge tools. It's actually a smart platform that uses AI to learn with you. And so as you're taking financial quizzes and financial assessment, you do not have to share any personal information that you don't want to. It does not ask you, you know, for any of your private bank account information. But as you're just answering general questions about how you prefer to spend money or how your spouse spends money, the program learns from you and it can suggest relevant topics and relevant articles. If you really dive into one particular course, it's going to say, oh, if you're trying to make this decision, have you seen this tool that can help you evaluate that? Or would you like to read more about it in these three articles? So I think it's really cool that we don't just have, you know, one or two things on if you're buying a house, here's the one article about understanding mortgages. But instead, you can click on mortgages and you'll see a hundred different things that you can interact with, learn from, read about, and just really get more informed. That's really awesome. And I'll be signing up for that very I soon. Appreciate My that. And I appreciate that. I'll have to go through that. We really appreciated having you on. Is there anything else that I've missed that you'd like the audience to know? I just always want to encourage military spouses wherever you are in your career path not to give up. I know we have such a tendency to kind of put our own dreams and goals on the back burner and say, I'll do that the next duty station. I'll wait until after this deployment. And time really does go by faster than you expect. So I just want to encourage military spouses out there, even if it can't be your full-time career right now, right where you are, just take the next step, do the next small thing, invest in yourself, explore your interest and uh, do what's going to help you eventually get to where you want to be. Of course, wise words to, to end the show. Thank you for joining us for the Working Spouse Club. We look forward to bringing you a new guest each week as we explore the world of military spouse employment. Thanks so much for joining us on today's episode of The Working Spouse Club. As always, if you'd like to learn more about today's guest and what we discussed, check out our episode notes. You'll find links there. You'll also find a link to Joanna's website, Green Zone Corporate Training. She's here to help you attract, hire, and retain military-connected staff, and she's fabulous at it. As well as a link to my website, The Spouse Solution. I'm here for you when it comes to direct hire placement of mid to senior level military spouses. Joanna and I would love to hear from you. So if you have any thoughts, feel free to send them over to us. LinkedIn is a great place for that. If you're interested in joining us for an episode to talk about your professional journey as a military spouse, don't be shy in reaching out. And if you're an employer interested in hiring from this amazing community and want to talk about that as well, we'd love to connect with you. Be on the lookout for our next episode. We're looking forward to sharing another great guest with you soon.